Americans and my fellow patriots all across this great nation and all across the globe. I hope you guys had a fabulous Labor Day weekend. Of course, Joe Biden, he had a fabulous one. He doubled down on the mega on the mega terrorists. He doubled down on Twitter, which we know he's not even writing these tweets. He doesn't even know how to use his phone. He doesn't even know how to finish the sentence. But today we I'm going to talk about an interesting subject that has been on my mind, which is guns. People have been buying guns. Gun sales are on the rise. Of course, CNN, all these other news outlets, they're talking about us, people that support Donald Trump or Republicans, that we're getting ready for a civil war. We're not. I mean, really, in our reality, we're just prepping just in case these people try to do something like what they did in Mar-a-Lago or, you know, that they they, they start turning on us, which is why we have the Second Amendment. Um, but again, um, this country right now is in, is in a very weird place, very weird place, um, in our country. We're, we're in a place where Americans are definitely divided, um, but also united, which is weird. We got the patriots on one side, the people that really love this country. And then, you know, we got the left that keeps saying that we try to change the Constitution when we follow the Constitution. And when and we and we don't find it. if something's not broke, we don't want to fix it. Our country's great. Donald Trump showed us that time and time again. But the left continues to make us think it's bad and that we have to make changes. They're the ones that are really trying to break the Constitution, trying to add justices to the Supreme Court. They're the ones that are trying to change laws for small groups of people that really don't uh, make much of a difference. You don't affect a larger crowd in order to please a smaller crowd. But I, I ran into this small clip, which is a really good clip, and it explains a little bit why um, there's been a surge. You know, there's been a giant surge in purchases of guns. 
And I want you guys to take a listen because I just don't want, I want to be your voice. I want you guys to be heard, but I also want to educate a lot of people on different things and different reasons on why things are occurring so people can have a, so you can understand when you're being lied to by the mainstream media. The issue we face is one of conscience and common sense. So said President Joe Biden in a primetime plea for more Second Amendment restrictions. The president is right on both counts, just not in the way that he and other gun control enthusiasts imagine. Many Americans have noticed that cities where shootings occur almost daily also have some of the strictest gun laws. Using common sense, they've concluded that more gun control legislation isn't the solution because criminals, by definition, don't respect laws. Many of the same people find it unconscionable that politicians would make it more difficult for law-abiding residents to arm themselves for protection. Many of these law-abiding citizens happen to be black. It's worth noting that the past two landmark Supreme Court rulings on gun control were brought by black plaintiffs who simply wanted to defend their homes and their families. Moreover, they hailed from cities controlled by progressives, who have done a poor job of protecting low-income minorities from criminals. In a 2008 case, District of Columbia v. Heller, the court affirmed that the Second Amendment right to bear arms is an individual right and that you don't need to be part of a militia to exercise it. One of the initial plaintiffs was Shelley Parker, a black computer software designer who decided to challenge the district's handgun ban in court after a neighborhood drug dealer tried to break into her home one evening and threatened to kill her. What I want is simply to be able to own a handgun in my home, in the confines of the walls of my home, nothing else, she told National Public Radio. Two years later, in McDonald v. Chicago, the high court expanded on the Heller case. The lead plaintiff was Otis McDonald, a black Chicago retiree who wanted to own a handgun for protection from the gangs that terrorized his low-income neighborhood. It's well known that gun sales have surged in recent years, but less well known is that blacks have led the trend. Retailers in a survey conducted by the National Shooting Sports Foundation, a trade group, reported that they sold 58% more guns to black customers in the first half of 2020 than a year earlier, the highest increase for any racial or ethnic group. Personal safety tops the list of why people decide to buy a firearm. In a 2021 Gallup survey, 88% of respondents said they own a gun for protection against crime, which is up from 67% in 2005. Social conditions have convinced more Americans that they need a gun, yet progressive politicians have spent little time reassessing the policies that led to such thinking. Meanwhile, violent crime keeps rising. Homicides in major cities have reached levels not seen in three decades. But left-leaning policymakers treat criminals like victims and police officers like criminals. Anti-gun police units that help keep illegal weapons off the streets have been disbanded. Felonies have been downgraded to misdemeanors, and misdemeanors go unpunished, which only encourages the bad actors. Low-income minorities feel the brunt of these so-called reforms because they are most likely to be crime victims. The same defund the police progressives who have spent most of the past decade undermining efforts to combat crime are now using sensational but rare mass shooting tragedies as an excuse to limit people's ability to defend themselves. Some want to ban assault weapons, raise the purchase age to 21, 
and expand background checks. Yet there's no evidence that any of this will address either the next mass shooting or the day-in, day-out gun violence that has driven so many Americans to become first-time gun owners. The question is whether more restrictions on ordinary Americans in a nation that already has more guns than people will reduce the number of lives lost. Most mass shooters in recent decades have been over 21. The assailants in Buffalo, New York, Uvalde, Texas, and Highland Park, Illinois passed background checks. Gun control advocates like to make selective comparisons with other countries, such as Japan, where both gun ownership and gun crimes are lower than in the U.S. But lower levels of gun possession don't necessarily translate into lower levels of violent crime. Gun ownership rates in Switzerland and Austria, for example, are significantly higher than in Germany, even though the Swiss and the Austrians have lower murder rates than the Germans. Likewise, Russia and Mexico have stronger gun control laws than the United States does, yet they have higher homicide rates. The source of the problem is the failure of the government to protect us. So common sense dictates that we do what is necessary to protect ourselves. Frankly, it's foolish to believe that the best response to people who commit crimes with guns is launching a holy war against people who respect gun laws. I'm so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. They, they want to make people think that there's that people arming themselves because there is a civil war coming or whatnot. People are just scared. This weekend alone, Labor Day weekend, 55 shootings in Chicago. 55 shootings in Chicago. I mean, this is just crazy, and it happens every weekend. And what does the government tell us? No, we're going to put strict laws on you. We're going to make sure that the average American that doesn't commit any crimes, it's not violent, you're not going to have... You're not going to have a, a, your right to bear arms. No, Americans deserve that. And as you saw, the majority of people getting weapons statistically lead by African-Americans because they're in the worst situations right now. They are in the worst situations right now. So it's always good to educate yourself and know, know the truth behind everything. Because look, the reality is we got Portland, democratically ran city. Um, their parks, they're full of homeless, 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 uh, homelessness all over Portland is everywhere, everywhere. It's a democratically ran city, Chicago, democratically ran city. Again, people are fleeing. Where are they fleeing? To Republican states. Hopefully they're smart enough to vote the right way. So this shit doesn't happen in our states, but they won't. They'll vote the same way because their liberal mindset never changes and They'll fuck up, they'll try to fuck up our states, but luckily we're staying vigilant. And from what I saw in the attendance of Joe Biden's recent um, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania visit compared to Donald Trump's, yeah, it looks like uh, they're pretty scared. And it looks like uh, the, the fact that Donald Trump just got that nice little victory of getting a, uh, somebody to review the document, a non-biased person to review those documents was granted by a judge which now means Donald Trump is winning again. And I'm going to tell you, those documents that Donald Trump kept, Donald Trump's a smart man. I can only jump to one conclusion that Donald Trump had, those, the documents that he had, which is why the Democrats are so scared. I believe he had the proof 
And that's why he declassified as a president. He's allowed to do this. He declassified those documents because he has the proof to exonerate himself from everything, from the Russian collusion to everything. And he's just wait, he was just waiting for the time to release the documents. This is what I think. Um, this is what I believe. I might be wrong. But hell, I mean, this, this country's so so out of whack that I don't even know what to believe at this point. Now, I had some listeners send me some messages um, of some songs that they would like for me to play on on air. So I'm going to play it. This is from a, a gentleman named Matt. I'm not going to say his last name, but his name is Matt. He's a listener. And let's take a let, let's let's take a little listen to what this uh, this tune is. Um, hold on one second, ladies and gents. Um, he sent it to me. Okay. Apparently it is a song, I believe. Why isn't it showing up for me? Huh? The link is not working, Matt. Is it this one? see it's hip-hop actually okay i see who it is okay hold on hold on (sighs) i know i'm gonna get this going there it is. Okay, I found it. Hold on, because we might we might have a. Hold on one second. I, I knew it. There was. There's always a fucking commercial. These people need to make money on this stuff. So, regardless, people are fighting back. People are having their voices heard. Guys, do not stop fighting. Go out there, in November, vote. Let's check this out. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism. That threatens the very foundation of our republic. Woo! Ha. It's the Mayor Magaville, baby! I'm a proud MAGA Republican, yeah, yeah. 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 You know that Joe called us terrorists, ha ha. Never been a white supremacist, nah, uh. They tryna lock us all down, they wanna censor us all. And Joe Biden spreading hate, we all saw what we saw. This a message for America. Hitler Biden's after us. We the people ultra mega, why's Biden so scared of us? Everything he touch inflates, why he tryna bait the race? Hunter Biden's on his laptop, it still ain't caught no case. He's in bed with Ukraine, these Democrats be so lame. Sold our soul to China, now Americans make no change. It's a message to the DOJ in the your pride of the side. Now let's go, Brandon. Stadium's chant. There's a red wave coming. Sleepy Joe, you know what's happening. It's a message to Hollywood. You know you sit and you probably should. Come back and see the light. No Jesus gonna love you right. Amen. I'm a proud MAGA Republican, yeah, yeah. I'm a proud MAGA Republican, yeah, yeah. I'm a proud MAGA Republican, yeah, yeah. I'm 
I'm a proud MAGA Republican, yeah, You know that Joe called us terrorists, ha ha Never been a white supremacist, nah uh They tryna lock us all down, they wanna censor us all And Joe Biden spreading hate, we all saw what we saw But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. Nah, Sleepy Joe, you and your family are the biggest threats to America. Y'all ruining the country. It's the Mayor Magaville, baby. YouTube ban me. Facebook ban me. Instagram ban me. But I'm still fighting for y'all. All my proud Americans. I got your six. Matt, I have to say that is a great song. Great song. I love it. I love it. I like this guy too. Uh, I, I like who it is. I've seen I've seen a lot of uh a lot of his um his music out there. So let's talk about some other things. So this is the weirdest thing. Uh the Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania guy that's running for for Senate, which I find to be extremely odd, this guy named Fetterman. I mean, the guy, first of all, he's got like he pulled out a, a gun on a black black jogger, um, and now apparently it's all in the spotlight. He was scared of uh, of debating Dr. Oz, um, and now he finally agreed to it. This guy is a clown. I wonder how this guy even made it this far. This guy is like the opposite of anything we want in, uh, in our Senate, but apparently he got the votes to, to run against... A conservative, which I think benefits us because I think Dr. Oz is going to win him. I mean, I honestly believe and sincerely believe he's going to win him. But it's just interesting how horrible, how bad the Democrats have it that they have nobody to run. Everybody that runs has some sort of scandal or has some sort of racism involved in them. Contrary to what they tell us, that the racists are us. No. The racists are you guys. You guys are the party of the KKK. And I keep repeating it. You guys are the party of the KKK. Um, so, again, interesting enough, nothing ever changes. Right now, there's a blackout in fucking California, of course. You know, they, they banned, uh, they, they want to get rid of gas power fuel, but now people have to be limited on water. How much water they can uh, use to spring for four days? They can't, and this I, I know personally because I know somebody who lives there. Um, they cannot water their garden. Um, they they can't charge their vehicle, so I guess they're going on foot patrol. Um, so, but yet he still wants to ban gas powered vehicles. I don't understand this because to me it's just the most ridiculous and stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I I don't even know how these policies work. I mean. Coal miners, mind you, look, look at the irony of this. Coal miners had to help a couple that their electric car ran out of battery. <laughs> out of all the people, coal miners went out there to help them. So, again, who was right and who was wrong? There was a man that was, that was shot in the head. And um, the only reason the man survived was because he had a concealed carry. That's the only reason he survived, but he got shot in the head. Yet they want to continue to have us in fear and they want to continue to have us under control. And with fears, the biggest fear that the Democrats have 
Yeah, it's the mega Republicans because we're a big number. We're 74 million and probably more after this re- this clown show that we've had for the last two years. Um, again, guys, look, be optimistic um, because I'm going to tell you something. They're done. They're done. The Democrats are done. I'm going to tell you, I, I know I play a lot of clips. I know I play a lot of different clips from different um, news anchors that I particularly uh, enjoy listening to. Um, and there's one particular one that I want you to listen to. I normally don't put her on, but ah, it was just such a great opening. You ha- I mean, again, keep yourself informed. Intelligence um, is always the key to everything. And knowing what you're arguing about. So that way nobody can even play games with you, man. I mean, that way nobody, no, nobody's going to be able to question anything you say. Um, so last night I was watching the news as I do. And, um, her opening statement, um, was just phenomenal. And I'm trying to find it really quick because she had one of the best opening statements that I, that I have heard in a long while. But for some odd reason, I don't seem to find it. Where are you, Mrs.? Okay, so this is when she was out on vacation. Okay. Okay. Well, no, this isn't it. She was... Hmm. Okay, here we go. Found it. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready. Let's do this. I just want you guys to just get an idea of what every American is thinking, and you're not alone. Same old song and dance. That's the focus of tonight's angle. All right, so what did I miss? Well, not much. It turns out that I've been gone for about a week on vacation, and tonight I can report that Joe Biden's still an angry, out-of-touch, blame-shifting, desperate man trying to resuscitate his moribund presidency. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. Just like that. He declared war on, what, 74 million voters? Now, it's obvious that Dr. Jill and Joe Biden's handlers, they decided that the only way to avoid a rout in November and to kick to the curb uh, Joe Biden in 2024, which they want to avoid, was if he went into a total madman you know, aura against MAGA. But the primetime speech was a tour de flop, a primal quack from a lame duck president. Democrat Senator Maggie Hassan, up for re-election in New Hampshire, knew it was a problem. She said, I think President Biden's comments just painted with way too broad a brush. Even The Washington Post poured cold water on it. And a White House official acknowledged that the administration made a conscious decision to include the Marines for symbolism. For some scholars who study civil military affairs, the use of the Marines as a backdrop to the speech was unwise, said The Post. Now, Biden's internal polling on this speech must have been really, really bad because within, I think, about 18 hours or so, they tried to claim that he didn't mean every Trump voter. 
I want to be very clear up front. Not every Republican is a MAGA Republican. Not every Republican embraces that extreme yes, ideology. But the extreme MAGA Republicans in Congress have chosen to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. But together, we can and we must choose a different path. Nice try, but we got your message loud and clear, Joe. Because the only legitimate non-fascist Republicans are, for him, drumroll please, the outgoing Liz Cheney and maybe Adam Kinzinger. Well, if you're a regular Angle viewers, which you all should be by now, you were prepared for all of this. What was Biden's equivalent of a Hail Mary midterm pass? Remember, I think it was shortly after January 6th that we warned you that the Biden DOJ would use the riot as a pretext to just unleash a furious period of demonization, intimidation and harassment against Trump supporters. Now, as jarring as the actions and images uh, were from yesterday, it appears that the incoming administration's response to all of that will be freedom crushing from social media censorship to a punitive Justice Department. Oh, boy. We told you if they were worried about another Trump run for the White House, they were going to grow more desperate. They'd pull out all the stops to put Trump out of commission. It's beyond obvious. They're August worried 4th. that Trump's not just going to run again, but that he's going to win again. And rather than take him on on the you know, court of ideas, they want to take him off the court altogether. Well, that was a week before the raid. Now, after the events of last week, every conservative working to thwart the radical Biden agenda. Tonight, I'm going to tell you this. You should assume that you could be surveilled and targeted by the Biden DOJ. Now, I wouldn't doubt for a moment that dossiers are now being built on hundreds, maybe even thousands of influential conservatives in office or who are aspiring to run for office. After all, the president himself said that these types of people were threats, he said, to the very foundations of our republic. He said he's happy, though, to work with people that he considers inside the political mainstream. Now, a party obsessed with abortion on demand, pushing genital mutilation on children, is lecturing us on what's mainstream? Are you kidding me? Now, what the Democrats want to prosecute, though, goes far beyond Donald Trump. We've told you this as well. They want to use the full force of the federal government and force social media giants to hound and silence anyone who believes in America first. Anyone who sees us threatened by open borders. Anyone who wants to take a hard line on China. Anyone who wants to defund the woke indoctrination of our public schools and our military. And any candidate who insists that civil servants stop acting like the servants of the DNC. All of you are threats. They cast their opponents as semi-fascists who threaten our entire democratic system. But we're supposed to believe that Democrats are going to run the next elections fairly? Or that they won't use every tool at their vast disposal, legal or not, to stop those semi-fascists? Now, when you leak details of a grand jury investigation to The New York Times in order to hurt Trump, that's cheating. When you get a copy of Trump's tax returns and then leak them to the press, that's cheating. When you abuse the process to the extent that a federal judge has to step in to slow things down, to preserve time-honored privileges, that is cheating. When you use social media giants as proxy censors to protect the president's son from scrutiny, that is cheating. These people 
are masters at cheating, at abusing government power to hold on to power. And you ever wonder, by the way, why we didn't find out who leaked that Supreme Court draft opinion overturning Roe? Huh. What they've done to Trump, they will do to anyone they think is a serious obstacle. They will help their new poodle, Liz Cheney, raise PAC money to stop Trump-like threats to democracy, meaning threats to their power. Yes, that means Ron DeSantis. That means Tom Cotton, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Ron Johnson, Jim Jordan, J.D. Vance. You know what I'm saying. Look out, all of you. Even parents who attend school board meetings, they're threats to these megalomaniacs. So bottom line, if you voted for Trump, and you plan to vote for him again or strongly supported key aspects of agenda and people who support that agenda, they will treat you as a potential domestic terrorist, a fascist, or a white supremacist. Or heck, maybe you'll qualify for the trifecta. In these days, we are not just at the brink of a civil war, but that one has already begun. Trump supporters are already speaking the language of violence. Well, it's no longer Republicans versus Democrats. It's Americans versus MAGA. This hate-fueled agenda, this MAGA Republican agenda that we saw incite violence on our nation's capital has no place in a democracy. You can't exist. Of course, as they send poor Biden out to do his angry man routine, it's so pathetic. Democrats are the ones doing the real damage to America. Theirs is a relentless assault on our bedrock principles, on the idea of a politically blind justice system on our national sovereignty, on parental rights and education, on our right to free speech. But of course, as the media obsesses on the phantom MAGA threats, the damage is piling up in Biden's policy wake, and it largely goes unreported. Since he signed his so-called Inflation Reduction Act, the stock market has plummeted more than 3,000 points. Now, it's a stock market, right? It goes up and down, yeah, sure. But it's also a sign that investors think we are in for a lot more economic pain. And the green revolutionaries in California we're all supposed to be emulating. They're on the verge of more blackouts. Biden friends in Europe, they're facing a cold winter and energy rationing because of their stupid policies. And then, of course, the war in Ukraine, that's not going well. Biden sanctions on Russia, a huge failure. And Putin and Xi, they're now best buddies teaming up against us. Great job. But we're supposed to believe Biden's on a roll. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah, he's at 42 in the RCP average. That's a juggernaut, 42%. Wow. Does this look like an energized crowd gathered in Pennsylvania to see Joe? Look, um, uh, there's a whole lot of folks here. I'm, I don't want to keep you standing much longer. Yeah, <laughs> they're walking out, that's why. And Trump's rally looked <laughs> a little bit different. From now until the midterms, I want you all to expect a nonstop barrage of bad news for Republicans and good news spin for Democrats. I want you to take it all with a very large grain of salt. The voter, voters are going to decide for themselves how things are going in America. How does it feel to their families under the leadership that they have right now in Congress? It's up to them. But just know this. This period of intimidation, recriminations, threats, having the military stand behind Biden like that, this isn't going to end unless we end it, unless they are defeated politically. 
We have to force them to change by changing our political leadership. And that's the angle. She could not have nailed it any better. I've never put, as a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever put Laura Ingram. I watch her, but I've never put her on my podcast. But again, it could not have been said any better. This country, we're, we're at war, but not a civil war. The Democrats are at war with us, and we're just sitting back and letting them destroy themselves. But we do have to do something about it. We have to go out there and vote. We have to go out there and fight to get back our rights because they're trying to strip us from them. She's correct. I reported on the, uh, the re, uh, previously on one of my previous podcasts. I reported Germany, all these places, they don't even have wood for fire for the winter. Do you want America to, to, to end up being primitive again? This is what happens when somebody is inserted as president rather than elected as president. Now, do I know whether or not the country would still be in this recession? No, I can't, I can't put Trump in, in that position because he's not president. But I can tell you, I would have, I'm almost 50% sure we would not be in the position that we're in right now. My gut tells me, and I trust my gut, because my gut told me Trump would be a great president, ended up being a great president. And, um, and this is the world we're living in. This, is, this, this world is upside down. If you guys have any comments, if you guys want to have your voices heard, again, the number is 310-498-5463, 310-498-5463. Um, and just have your voices heard. Tell me what you're going through. Tell me if, if life is beating you down. To express whatever you want. It'll go straight to voicemail. And then I'll go ahead and I'll put it up there and you can stay anonymous or however you want it. But yes, our country right now is in trouble. It is in big trouble. Um, and, and and honestly, I'm at this, this point that I, there was a point where I didn't want to do this anymore because I already knew we were right. I already knew everything was good. Um, you know, so <sighs> this is a sad moment in U.S. history when you when, when you're watching a country crumble like this. But unfortunately, unfortunately, people will continue to vote blue no matter what. And the majority of people that support the Democrats are people with money. And they don't care about middle America. They don't care about those small towns that I love to visit, that I see them abandoned, falling apart because they've lost their jobs. Paper mills have been shut down. They don't care about any of that. They care about their political agenda and they care about making sure that they are in power and they will do anything to enforce that. I promise you, they will. You could just see by the way they've treated the people that, that, that had the summer of love, they were released the next day. January 6th, pretend insurrection, they're still locked up with no bond. Unbelievable. Now, I had another um, listener send me a, a music video. I want to listen to this one. Um, his name's Dave. That's all I'll give you guys. But let's see what song this is. This one I have never even seen or heard. And I'm quite curious. Okay, I don't know why it opens up. This is so freaking weird. Okay, let me see if it opens up differently now. Okay, here it is. Governor. Okay, there's a commercial. Hold on one second. So anyways, guys, don't forget. We need to keep fighting. and We need to take America back. I'm a mega Republican.
guys i will tell you you must watch this music video it is amazing not just the song is amazing it's house fire tyler childers this is an amazing song thank you so much thank you so much for sending me this one uh, this was awesome dave way to hit it i love this if you guys have songs you want to recommend i'll play them as well this is a really good song it's now on my list <laughs> on my list so Again, back to back to everything that's going on, guys. Do not. There's gonna be 
the midterms are coming. We all know what's going to happen. Gas prices are going to drop. They're already dropping. This is all a game that they play with us. We're puppets in this giant political world. We just can't be puppets anymore. But I think most Americans have woken up and they're seeing the struggles that they're going through. And now it's too late. Even independents out there, I believe that them changing a little bit of the prices two months prior to the midterms, a little too late, buddy. Your policies, nobody forgets how you came out of Afghanistan. Nobody forgets about this giant recession or how much they've lost in their 401ks or how much they've lost in their mutual funds or how, how many people lost their jobs because of your dumb green ways, green energy ways that has pretty much destroyed all Americans out there that work jobs at your, your dumb uh, trillion dollar fucking or, uh, bill to, to pay off student loans for people that never even went to college. People that didn't go to college have to pay for this. No, man, you're not turning our country into a socialist country. No way. We got too many Americans that are willing to fight and stop this from happening. And I will tell you, I will never promote a war. I would never want a civil war to happen in this country. That would be the biggest tragedy that could happen in this country. But if there was a civil war, I know what side I stand on. I'm a mega Republican. I'll repeat it again. I'm a mega Republican. And I have no issue saying what I have to say. I'll say it to somebody's face. I'll say it on the the air. I'll say it whenever. I stand by Donald Trump. I stand by his policies. And I believe the... Let's go, Brandon. I mean, fuck Joe Biden. That guy, all he is, is this. I came in like a rainbow. And that's what he's done to his country. And what we have to do as Americans come 2024, we just got to get fired. And that's it. And in November, do the same thing. And they're all going to be like, ah, oh, come come. they're going to be like, God, this was cheated. They're going to try to play the cheating card. Mind you, let's not forget in the 2016 elections, all Democrats are crying cheat. Donald Trump does it. He's a bigot. He's a liar. Uh, he's he's a tyrannical guy. I'm sorry. After when I saw the background and I saw the two Marines standing there and the way he approached this speech, it looked, man. And I'm not even trying to to sound. It looked like Adolf Hitler, bro. He looked like a he looked like a dictator. He looked. I I grew up. So so people have an understanding. I grew up always watching the news, but I was watching Cuba news, news that people don't really pay attention. So I saw what a dictator looks like. I was always watching Fidel Castro talking, and the way Fidel Castro was talking sounded so much like this man. Fidel Castro was always trying to make bad situations look good, and he always wanted to take everybody's rights and blame everybody else for the problem in Cuba. Where Donald Trump is always fighting and making people feel proud of being American and giving people more rights. This is the difference between Republicans and Democrats. They want to strip us off all of our rights. And we can't let that happen, guys. We can. We got to fight. We got to have our voices heard. Again, if you want to be on this show, you can leave a voicemail. Even if you're a liberal, go ahead, leave a voicemail. I'll respond to you. I'll put you on the air no matter what you have to say. The number is 310-498-5463. If you communicate with me via Facebook, that's fine too. Uh, it makes it a little difficult for me because I, I don't log into Facebook too much. So, But either way, guys, God bless you. God bless your families and God bless this beautiful country we call America. Uh...
America great again.